0: Hello, I'm Scott Sosnick. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Uh, let's begin with uh, the NFL and Fortnite. I was reading a story that uh, some players, some Patriot players, like to play Fortnite as they're preparing uh, ahead of the game. And, of course, when they don't have to be on the field, they love playing Fortnite.
1: If you're trying to reach kids these days, Fortnite's the way to do it. I mean, these kids—you know—we'll you, bring up the Rockets again. By the way, finished second at the Shanahan tournament, losing to the Markham Major six-five oh, yeah. in the championship game. So, well done, Rockets. Um, all they do on the ice, in the locker room, they're doing the dances. They're talking about—I don't—I don't even know what they're talking about. You know, my, my son likes it. Um, and if you're a sports league and you're trying to reach the kids. Evan, no better way, man. Slap a a, a Cowboys jersey, a Giants jersey, Jaguars jersey. See how I brought you in there? Uh, Slap it on your character and (laughs) and go at it.
2: I'll be the only one playing the Jaguars jersey. Yeah, news today on Monday. uh, The NFL is partnering with Fortnite. Uh, Starting on November 9th, you'll be able to buy, uh, keyword there, buy. uh, How much? Jerseys, $15 in the in-game currency. 15 V-Bucks? Yeah, buying a jersey uh, that you can slap on your character, male character, female character, you get to choose your number. You want a Patriots number twelve jersey. You want a Jaguars number uh, number fifteen. Whatever you want, uh, you can buy it. Pop it on your character. hold no, 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 on, I want to recreate. Time.
1: I want to recreate what, what's going to happen in like households all over America. Pretend you're a nine year old and start with Dad. Yeah. Can I? Ready? <laughs> yeah. Go.
2: Dad, can I? No. Uh... <laughs> Unless it's a Detroit Lions jersey. A- yeah, right. As many of our <laughs> listeners know, Fortnite, which is I mean incredibly popular right now, is a is a free game. Um, and the way that free games. make... Make their money is their in-game purchases. Uh, this is the first for Fortnite. This is the first time I believe that they're allow they're putting yes. outside IP yes. uh, into that store. I imagine this will not be the last. Nope. Uh, there is a tremendous tremendous business opportunity here uh, for groups like the NFL. Other sports league teams. You could do advertising if you want. You could put together a Sprite or a Mr. Peanut costume. The, the opportunities are <laughs> are really endless. Uh, but this is the next stage of how Epic Games, which makes Fortnite and was recently valued valued at fifteen billion dollars, yeah. Um, yeah, or twenty five billion. Is it was a twenty five or fifteen? I, I can't remember. Know. You wrote um, the story. I did write the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is the new level of how you know Epic Games begins to make more and more money off of an incredibly popular game.
0: Well, this is gonna raise a lot of money because, first of all, the, well, they had to cut a deal with the NFL, and uh, you know, kids are going. I know my kid. You know, it's like just for the fact that he knows that I like the Detroit Lions, he's gonna ask me, "Hey, can I have this?" Hey, but let me
1: let me ask you this, bar. You say, "Oh, they cut a deal with the NFL." Which side of the table, if you're the executive, designed with getting the bucks, which side of the table right now would you rather be on? Would you rather be the NFL side? Saying, "Hey, we've got this valuable stuff; people will buy." Or would you rather be on the Epic side, saying, "You need us. Like, <laughs> you need us to reach kids, and we're driving this." We're, who's got the leverage in this transaction?
0: Well, somebody had to put some ego aside because they worked out the deal. And you're right, though. It's like right hey, now, I'd say Epic
1: is in the driver's seat. Is deal. it? Is it the on chicken this, on or the this egg? this
0: particular then? deal, Evan.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the answer to your question is that right now, you'd rather be the NFL. You'd rather be Epic,
1: right? Yeah. No, I
2: think you'd rather be the NFL. I think in five years, maybe that's different. I mean, the, the one big the big caveat here, and it's something we've talked about before, I'm not convinced, and most a lot of people are not convinced, that in two years, your kids are going to be playing Fortnite.
1: Cash in while you can.
2: Fortnite could okay. be that thing. Like, well, that oh, would remember, be the NFL remember, remember, Exactly. Remember when Fortnite was that huge thing? And now everybody's dancing to a, a dance from a game that Valve built, not will, Epic will Games. Will Fortnite and... be in the same sentence as fidget spinner? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh, I used uh, whereas to oh, in two years, right. NFL is definitely going to be. like. There's no question about yes. that. By the um, way, the valuation
1: was $15, billion. 15 Thank billion, you, Colin. Colin. Yeah, they good. raised $1.25 billion. The valuation was $15 billion. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: Um, I knew there was a 15 out and a 25 in there.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> um, early and it's Monday.
2: Yeah, we had a couple <laughs> weeks ago on the show, we had uh, G2 owner Carlos Rodriguez in, and he was talking about one of the big ways that esports Franchises around around the world make money is they sell you know skins within games they sell stickers to put on guns within games. Um, I'm surprised it took this long to be honest yeah. for for, an, for a for a major league and I didn't think it would be the NFL. I thought it would be the NBA. Uh, but for a league to realize that hey we can become a part of this economy. Uh, these are young people that we want to become fans. They they may prefer to play Fortnite, but they probably have an NFL team that they like or player. Let's, let's merge those ecosystems.
1: Let me see, Bar, I'm going to ask you guys, because I, I kind of watch my son play every now and then, but I really don't pay attention. All right. Now, is this the way it works? Is it that you need to buy new stuff in the game to be a better player and progress? Not necessarily. No, no, my, not necessarily. My, my son always says, oh, I, I need this better gun or something because I got to get a level whatever.
0: But you can get the gun in the game. You know, you if you hit can the right you chest... Are, You can do that. Okay. But now you can't. Yes, you can buy certain pieces of equipment. There's shortcuts to equipment and things that help you play the game better. Shortcuts is the keyword. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There There are
2: shortcuts.
1: So I I, I find saying no all the time. Like, like, you want it, you got to go earn it, buddy. No. No, But here's Uh,
2: the thing. I mean, if you say no and he has to earn it, maybe he's playing, what, X more hours than he would have normally. Just, I mean, it, this as is this is kind of the way these everything. things are structured, right? It's either either you idea. play a lot of hours or you pay the money
1: to get it. I have a great idea because you was at NBA and you thought it'd be the team. And we know the union has its own licensing arm now. Yeah. And you don't need the jersey. What if you could buy individual players where you could play as Steph Curry, who's obviously a better shooter than the others? <laughs> Like you'd, you're be, asking you'd be Epic a more games accurate... to change
2: the, no, give me the just... ability of certain characters yes, if you're yes. playing as Steph if, Curry. If you're
1: playing as Steph Curry, you are a more accurate shot than if you are a member of the New York Knicks.
2: Moving
0: mm, mm, right along.
1: Man.
2: Jim Dolan <laughs> on line one.
0: <laughs> no, that's just statistical <laughs> fact. I mean, I could have said anybody, but it was fun saying New York Knicks. Um, <laughs> um I want to talk about Fanatics and NASCAR. Mm. You're yeah, the NASCAR they, man, bring it. Go, they're gonna end they had a ten year deal. Yeah. with NASCAR to sell their merchandise at racetracks. But it is coming to an early end. Uh, it's licensed sportswear, sports equipment, merchandise. They had signed that 10-year deal. But at the end of this season, that's Well, Bart,
1: you know the way it used to work, that each individual team and driver used to sell their own stuff. Right, exactly. So you'd go to one shop if you wanted Dale Earnhardt you go to the hauler, I, I'm gonna say yeah I'm gonna say there. the start of the sentence you fill in more driver names because I can't you'd go to another <laughs> truck Kevin if you Harvick. Kevin Harvick and if you wanted Kyle Busch Kyle Busch you'd go somewhere else who's the guy that does the flips Bill Elliott?
0: Well, no, he's not racing anymore. <laughs>
1: uh, just give me something. You think, Whatever. You're, you're thinking stick. of Carl, man. Yeah, it's Carl, Carl, Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, Carl yeah, yeah, Okay, right. Uh, so there we go. You want to talk about the 79 Daytona 500 again? <laughs>
0: I'll give you the 76
1: Daytona Well, the 79, this, is like, this strikes me <laughs> as how they used to buy stuff in 79. Like, hmm. who goes to the track and buy? Like, you can get it Like, delivered you can go to online, you, delivered to you. Do you need to be at the track to buy? But the purpose was that we're going to have one store where you buy everything. Like, forget about this individualized, cut-up piecemeal. They had the one fanatics place where you could go and get anything you wished. However, the problem seemed to be, Eben, that just not enough people were going.
2: Yeah, and, and this is a from a report from the Sports Business Journal. Um, yeah, not, not enough people are going fanatics as they do with almost every other major league in the, in the world. They're operating the online store. They're still going to do that. This is just that trackside Portion of it for a while there, fanatics was driving a a huge eighteen wheeler, a bus around. You know that kind of unfolded as a as right. a store, which became you know it was popular among NASCAR fans because it was endemic. You know just like the cars are driven yes. around the country, the the store was as well. Um, NASCAR says they're gonna put together a different merchandising model for 2019. Unclear what immediately that what like? that what that looks like. Um, but you know there, there's a lot of changes going on over there. They've got a new CEO right in place starting yeah. earlier this month or last month. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, it's, I know it's a time the, of flux. I, got it. I know what they're going
1: to do, Bar. Right. As the drivers go around the track, they're going to shoot like the T-shirt cannons out of the window.
0: <laughs> yes, here's the car cracking at you at 200 <laughs> miles an hour, and now we're going to shoot a T-shirt gun. Would you go? I'd oh, go to yeah, see I that. Would go. I'd go to see I that. See I mean, that. I'd buy the cheaps at the top, but I'd go to see that. Oh, you were going to say something. Yeah, one, one quick thing, and then we've got to move on. But this brings up, an even bigger problem because of dwindling track attendance. And I hate to say it, when you see the stuff televised on TV, you see the attendance in the stands is a lot of lot of fans disguised as empty seats. So this is something NASCAR is going to have to address.
1: NASCAR is trying to figure this out as they try and sell a partnership stake or a limited stake in the series. Mm-hmm. Lots
0: of things happening. Let's talk about Floyd Mayweather. He is planning on fighting Japanese kickboxer Tenshin Nasukawa on December 31st, north of Tokyo. Oh no, no, you don't get to just introduce this and throw
2: to
1: Evan and I. You said you <laughs> oh, wanted you, to do you want more. You I'll give you. You more. don't get to just throw that out <laughs> I there, <know>. like, <laughs> fellas.
0: I, I, I want to. This is you know what. This is great. You know they say, what? Do you to, what do you know he, about Mr. Nasukawa? I not a. He's 20 years old. Okay. All right. Undefeated. Undefeated. Two and Two and a half to <laughs> say well, he's young and how? Old, yeah. <laughs> why, why do you How undefeated there? is he? He's undefeated, but Mayweather he's fifty and oh, yeah. So, but see, he's he's obviously he's a boxer. He does he has never been into the MMA rules. So I want to see how this is going to go.
2: Yeah, they, I mean they haven't announced what rules they they may end up fighting boxing rules. You know they haven't announced the rules yet. I, again, Floyd Mayweather has fought his entire career very carefully calculating who he fought to make sure that he never lost. I cannot imagine that he is going to do anything under these rules, under the weight classes, under the weight of the gloves, etc., that he's going to do anything that he is not supremely confident that he is going to be the dominant fighter uh, within. But I mean, it, it's an interesting. He hasn't—I didn't realize this until I, I read this story. Floyd hasn't fought outside of— Las Vegas since November two thousand five.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time. It's it's going
2: to be almost (laughs) fifteen years from his last, which was against Sharmba Mitchell. At the Rose Garden in Portland, Oregon. Nice building. So, so since then, <laughs> since then, he's only fought in Vegas. Um, this is going to be obviously in, in Tokyo, as you said, Michael. So, a, 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 fa- a far trip away, a smaller, uh, a smaller venue than some of the ones he's fought in, I believe. Um, interesting to see kind of what the money Pay-per-view, is, who yeah. sells it, what the cut is. We're for We're going to get more of this, right? Etc. We have Tiger
1: Phil coming. We get the. This yeah, is, you know, if you could, again, this is about scale and aggregation. How many people are willing to fork over well, X dollars to see it? You, sure.
0: got, you got a 41 year old going up against a 20 year old. Yeah. So okay. I mean, here's a, here's a guy that's going to fight somebody that's more than double his age. So I, I'm just wondering, how much that. would you pay? I was
1: really remember when we guessed the uh, the Tiger Phil price, and I was like 49 or 50, 54, whatever it was, and I was real far off. They're like 19.99. What do you, what? Let's set the price on this. Your I'd, play I'd, TV example. I'd pay $19.99. ninety nine. You'd pay $19.99. you You're asking
2: me what I would pay or how much I think it's gonna both, cost. Both.
1: What would you set it and what would you pay? <laughs>
2: I mean, I would pay five dollars. This isn't something that I don't. I don't buy a big <laughs> right. boxing match, but my guess is it's gonna. Nasakawa cost. doesn't draw. Yeah, you? My guess. He, by the uh, way, he's 20, 27 and O with twenty one knockouts in kickboxing uh-huh. and four and O with two knockouts in MMA. Okay. So that's not two and zero. Oh. Um, what what I think it will cost? My guesses would be in the sixty dollar range, if, 60. Not, if yeah. not more. Fifty nine. Floyd Mayweather yeah. is a is an incredible draw on this for this, the for the for the fight man, community. He's no, the only. This has zero appeal to me. Zero. But you're not the audience, right? That you're not. No, I you're mean. not the one looking for it. And I'm again, never the audience for any of this stuff. Much like you see in other sports, the allure of people who want to see Floyd Mayweather lose is a large amount of the people that buy these fights. And and if if putting in an undefeated Japanese fighter who not a lot of people know with maybe a few different rules than boxing that might make it a little more likely that he loses, that's probably going to drive... That's probably going to drive uh, drive interest.
0: You know what Nasakawa said during the press conference? He said, first of all, he said, probably this is the biggest event of my life so far. Yeah, I guess so sure. at 20. <laughs> payday for But sure. the other line I love, he said, my punch can change history, and I will show that to you. So please stay tuned. And we will I, do that. As far as Fisticuffs promotion, that's
1: tamer than tame. Well, but <laughs> no entourage pushing, shoving, chairs flying, nothing?
2: We, we, we just. I respect started. my opponent
1: and I wish to do well.
2: You can I mean, hear Conor McGregor laughing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going, going,
1: going,
0: young man, this is no way to get rich. Uh, Conor's like, here's some liquor. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is no way to get
0: rich, young man. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Noby williams We are here each and every Monday,
1: Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports.
2: Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry.
0: You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online, where our podcast is available.